The Blokebusters Podcast is proud to be a member of the Podros Network. You can find us as well as other fine shows such as The Guy Huddle, Language of Bromance, and Dave's Nerd Compendium at podbros.com and on Twitter at Podros Network. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of the Blokebusters Podcast. <laughs> Episode 50. Ooh, yes. 50. 50. Yeah. That uh, long, eh? We made it. <laughs> Despite having no bosses. Yes. <laughs> Nothing, yes. No one to cancel us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, episode 50 of the Blokebusters podcast. I'm Brian. And I'm Paul. And today we will be talking about Jurassic World. Yes, we shall. Yeah. But first, first... Let's get all the contact stuff. How would you like to yell at us? How yes. can they yell at us, Paul? Well, there's numerous ways <laughs> and they can yell at us. us. Yes. Yeah. Come. No, we don't get any of those. No, no. Okay. Uh, the best one for us really is Twitter. That is where we are able to be the most active, and that's at Blokebusters, shockingly. Yes. And then we have our Facebook, which is facebook.com slash Blokebusters. We have our email address, blokebusterpodcast at gmail.com. And then if you like, we do have a website. It's uh, nothing major, really, <laughs> but uh, we think it looks nice. And that is blokebusters.webs.com. So, before we get into the plot summary, why not mention the nitty-gritty here? We have... How is this film doing? Well, let's see. Poorly, I bet. Oh, very, very. <laughs> Only um, a couple million? <laughs> just, just, just a few. A couple uh, hundred. <laughs> directed by Colin... Trevorrow. Trevorrow, thank mm, you. You're welcome, sir. I was not too sure how to say that one. Mm-hmm. A budget of, at this point I'll say, only $150 million. And the box office, as of yesterday... $759.8 million. Is that it? That is it. <laughs> what a failure. I know. That <laughs> is, I believe, eight days after release. And this film is the first film ever to gross $500 million worldwide mm-hmm. opening weekend. Yeah. So, well, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a no-brainer. I mean, you have the 12-year-olds who saw Jurassic Park, yeah, you know when they were talking about now the current twelve-year-olds, and it's just double eating <laughs> all of that. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, um, not that you really need a plot summary, but I'll give you one. All right, <laughs> for let's this see one. what this is like. Then. What is this film about? Well, it's about a young attorney and his struggle with the legal. <laughs> oh wait, that's the firm. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Twenty-two years after the events of Jurassic Park, Isla Nublar now features a fully functioning dinosaur-themed park. Think SeaWorld meets Disneyland, you know, yeah. as originally envisioned by John Hammond. After ten years of operation and visitor rates declining, they have to keep coming up with new spectacles, bigger and badder and meaner and more teeth. Yes. This, and then let the plot develop from yeah. there. <laughs> and then dinosaurs and then happen. dinosaur crunch human. <laughs> Repeat as <Yes>. necessary. <laughs> Alright. So who was in this bloody thing? Who was in this? We have Star-Lord himself. Ah, Star-Lord. Chris Chris Pratt as Owen Grady. 
and I don't know if we even need to bother with last names for this cast list. No, really. <laughs> no. Um, I don't think we need character names for a couple of them. But. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> uh, Bryce Dallas Howard as Gwen Stacy. Nope, sorry, as Claire uh, Deering as uh, as frigid woman yes. who. who or slowly warms up throughout the film. Yes, as woman who can run the fastest in high heels well, ever. I thought she, didn't she lose those once he made fun of them? No, no. <laughs> I thought I saw a shot of her like bare. Well, she was barefoot at something there, like that. There is one point where she takes them off, but mm. for most of the running scene, she is wearing well, the high heels. Good for her then. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That that is her superpower. Yes, and then typically, you know, Natalie Portman style uh, from Star Wars. Uh, her wardrobe becomes less and less throughout the film. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> and tattered more and more. <laughs> yeah, although they did kind of poke fun at that a little. Uh-huh. Um, we'll, we'll get to that. Yeah, we'll get there. Jumping ahead. Uh, Who else? And I'll lump these two together. Nick Robinson and Ty Simpkins as Zach and Gray Mitchell. As the young kids this time around. <laughs> as the kids, yeah. Uh, Ty Simpkins, you may remember from Iron Man 3. Yes, there are a lot of Marvel-related mm-hmm. things here. And we have Vincent, and I'm never sure how to pronounce his last name. D'Onofrio. 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 There we go. That'll work. Yep. As Vic Hoskins, or generic bad guy. Generic bad guy. Yes. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. yeah. I have ulterior motives, guy. Yes. <laughs> Playing his first bad guy role since the Daredevil miniseries from Netflix there. So that was, ooh, mm-hmm. about six months. Then I have, getting into the, the lesser characters, really. Although some people would disagree with this one, Jake Johnson. As, I love Jake Johnson as Lowry. As Nedry. I mean, I'm sorry. As, <laughs> as Lowry Crothers or the tech guy, aka Nedry, <laughs> yeah, the sassy tech the guy, the good Nedry. Yes. Ah ah ah! You didn't silence your phone. Ah ah ah! Ooh, nice one. Gotta leave that in. <laughs> oh, I, I'm gonna have to now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Irfan um, Khan. A wonderful name as Simon Masrain. Masrain. He's the he's the guy that took over from Hammond. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh, B. D. Wong as Doctor Henry Wu. Wu. And he was revising his role as Doctor Henry, Henry Wu, Wu. <laughs> from the first one. Uh-huh. And then the last one I have is Omar Sy as Barry. For those of you who might be thinking Barry, yes, mm-hmm. the French guy called Barry. <laughs> he was the guy that is helping out uh, Chris Pratt's character yeah. at the Raptor Cages and not much else. Mm-hmm. Really. Oh, <laughs> and uh, Jimmy Buffett, but we'll get to him. Yes. <laughs> Actually, there's a couple of Jimmys in this. So. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So, where do you want to start with this? Uh, <laughs> let me see. Um, first of all... Well, it was, I think I saw your Facebook post, it was a, a just a bit of silliness throughout. Just a little. Just a little bit of silliness. Just a little bit. <laughs> um, but, but, like, I guess I'm just going over all feelings for now. This is the only way I'll compare this film, and this is not fair to Jurassic World at all. Uh-huh. But in the sense that Dumb and Dumber, or Dumb and Dumber 2, I'm sorry. Yeah. Dumb and Dumber 2 kept me watching because of the nostalgia factor. Uh-huh. I and how I gave certain things a pass in that film, but ultimately that film was a disaster. Right. Uh, <laughs> um, I gave certain things a pass in this film because this is such an iconic franchise for me. It hit me at the perfect dinosaur-loving age of yep. twelve, <laughs> and I was letting certain things go. And over and all, I think it wasn't a 
bad film. I thought there was plenty of good things about it. Um, but still, uh, abundance of silliness. Uh, <laughs> uh, silliness number one. That I mean, I you talk about suspension of disbelief. Okay, I'll accept dinosaurs. Um, well, you have to. Exactly. It's Jurassic yes, World. You, you know, know dinosaurs and whatnot. But um, that first guy, I think victim, technically victim number two, uh, when he's talking with um, Bryce Dallas Howard, and he's wearing a hard hat indoors <laughs> in a completed building. <laughs> Why is he wearing a hard hat? Is it just his favorite hat? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> but did, did you not yeah. notice that? That no. drove me insane. He is hard hat mad, yes. <laughs> I'm like, why? He's in an office. Or he's in a, and he's wearing a freaking hard hat. Well. <laughs> and she's not, so it's obviously you're not required to wear a hard hat entering that area. No, but to be fair, given that you are in an area where there are giant dinosaurs... Well, they would have them hanging on the wall, and you take a hard hat off as you leave the building to go down to the paddock or things of that. Like, like, and what is that going to do when a raptor has his head in your jaw, in his jaws, you know? Well, you, you could say, like, what is a hard hat going to do for you on a construction site if something yeah. falls from six yeah. stories up? Like, then maybe I be able to identify you without dental records, maybe. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It will save that piece of skull, maybe. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. So that immediately, I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. then... Uh, I honestly thought you were going to jump to something a little later in the film with the, uh, the flying dinosaurs. Like, that one was... Even even There's given the, the pterodactyl esque things, I yeah. know that's not a technically a dinosaur. Yeah, yeah but, but uh, the even though the whole premise of this film is based around they spliced together this new dinosaur, this mm-hmm. new big dinosaur, mm-hmm. this, and then it yeah. later in the film it breaks into the pterodon enclosure, I guess, mm-hmm. and you see flying dinosaurs with T Rex heads, like that. That to me was. A point where I was like, it was a little I, I can get island of Doctor Moreau. This is too much. Yeah, it was Doctor Moreau esque <laughs> by all standards. Uh. I mean, I I would understand if maybe we'd seen that in the lab, like them mm. trying it, but it wouldn't work. The mm. head is too big to be able to fly. So like, yes, uh, so like, it's yeah. one of those stupid things of like. Even with suspension of discipline, if you're going to go, okay, dinosaurs exist, we've been mm-hmm. able to create them, even with that logic, this dinosaur would not work. <laughs> this, yeah. is just, this is still, just there's still stupid. a bit of a physics issue at <laughs> hand where you can't have a 150-pound head yeah. <laughs> trying it, to... Uh, to quote well, one of my favourite older films, a five-ounce bird could not carry a one-pound coconut. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just... Just no film. I mean, well, yeah, they seem to obey <laughs> physics at some points when they were trying to pick up the little pitting zoo dinosaurs and yeah. drop them. Because <laughs> that was too much for them to pick which up. Which is kind of funny. It was a little <laughs> funny. Yeah. Just, uh, get off this harness. <laughs> I didn't even see it then trying to eat the dinosaur. It just seemed to be trying mm-hmm. to grab the harness. Mm-hmm. Completely out of left field. I want a gyroscope ball. Can I get a gyroscope ball? <laughs> just to like kind of roll around in outside and <laughs> go to work in. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That'd be all right. Shall we try and get some semblance of water? No, <laughs> the film didn't have any. Why should we? Very true. All right. all right. Well, since we're jumping around all over the place, uh, this other thing that I didn't I didn't understand what in the film then is they send these people out in these gyroscope balls that you're talking mm-hmm. about, and clearly it seems to be. 
kind of the equivalent of going on a safari at the mm-hmm. Animal Kingdom at yeah. Disney or something like that. But they appear to give the riders full control over. Where yeah, there's they go. no way that would ever happen. No, no. <laughs> there had there had to be some sort of track, and maybe you could give the riders the control of which way they're looking, mm-hmm. but not yeah. not where they're going. That's a recipe for disaster. Guess what happens in the well, <laughs> a disaster? Yeah. Well, yeah, because once the, any situation arises, they're just going to have an override system and not yeah. to say, hey, uh, you're on the honor system to bring that really expensive gyro ball back. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're on the honor system there to bring the gyro ball back. Um, so, yeah, instead of just having a, an override where you're pilotless, you know, you're, yeah. you have no control and it just goes back to headquarters. Yeah, I mean, so, I, I didn't... I mean, obviously, they needed to get lost. Yes, I, I understand I get that. That. Yeah. <laughs> that, had, that is something that had to happen for plot. But they they could have had mm-hmm. something like, maybe maybe they hit a dinosaur and it's not working, and that's why they get manual control. Like, you know, they, if they'd have worked something in, yeah. so it's like the manual control is there as a fail-safe in case the automatic system doesn't work. Yeah. And uh, another thing that one of the many things bothered me, uh, convenient, uh, for all the technology of this park, uh-huh. it can't seem to make a phone call or con- convey anything over a walkie-talkie. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, just always conveniently timed miscommunication. Yeah. Like, there's a <laughs> sore, <laughs> you, <Yeah>. run. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What? <laughs> yeah, You're so, breaking up. And they, they didn't ever address that either. It's like, yeah. did is this island on top of a gigantic amount mm-hmm. of iron or something that just disrupts communication? It's well, just clearly they're with all the technology of the park. They're going to have a way to override that. They're, yeah, you know, you, they're going to have think, a sound communication. You system. You think they would have and a backup system? Yeah, like six satellites dedicated yeah. just to the island mm-hmm. in case something. It's were a to country, go essentially. It's a country in and of yeah. itself. And, and and I mean, it's it's trying to think about like obviously they know that there was a problem with the first in the first mm-hmm. film, uh, and for those of you that don't mm-hmm. know because it's never addressed at all in the film and you wouldn't know unless someone had told you they completely ignore the second and third Jurassic Park films thankfully uh, <laughs> so that this is something that is happening as a direct sequel to yes. the first one yes exactly you can just kind of cut out that st- stale meat of the sandwich and just <laughs> glue these two together yeah. and yeah. so you'd think that oh so all of this happened and we had trouble getting a hold of people in that first mm-hmm. film. Like maybe we should upgrade said communication system. No, let's not no. do that. <laughs> let's also have the uh, wooden arrow signs that you know Nedry <laughs> uh, messed up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> didn't come into play here, but I still found that funny. Yeah. I was like, oh really? Yeah, just a little thing that a bump, and then you have no idea which direction that's pointing. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think one of the best little, just little moments in that first film, isn't it's, it? It's just, he's like spinning spin, it. <laughs> no, spin. No, spin. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sure. Fuck it. Let's go this way. All right. And let's go get eaten by a Dilopodus? Dilopodus? Uh, Something along those lines. Yeah. It uh, begins with D. It's close. Yeah. 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 I was a little disappointed he didn't make an appearance or she, really. 
Yeah, I, I think technically they're all she, aren't they? They're in the first one. According to Ian Malcolm, yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. They're, they're all oh, well, female. Well, not according to him, but according to Henry Wu. Yeah, but yes, they're, they're, they're all, all female, female, but they somehow There's gain no the ability to, to uh, reproduce asexually, I guess. Mm-hmm. So. And then that, that yeah. never bothers coming up. <laughs> so, yeah, like. That as like thematically, I mean, you could say that Jurassic Park for the original was more about um, nature finding a way. Really, it's like yeah. what that <laughs> essentially is about, and chaos theory uh, kind of tied together. Yeah. Where I don't know what you thought in this film was more about greed and yeah, this, just this film is about humanity blind being ambition, stupid. just <laughs> it, repeating past mistakes. Yeah. It, and also, I think to a lesser extent, maybe. Um, you could probably tie in some animal rights in there too. Yeah, as how even mm-hmm. though, like you know, like Chris Pratt's character says, these they, they don't know they were engin- genetically yeah. engineered. They don't know they were a bastardization of science. Yeah. <laughs> they are just an animal to them, and you know, you see that a little bit when um, the um, they're not really called brontosaurus, but you know, the, no, the large and when that that one dies, and Bryce Dallas that. Howard has you know her first little connection with yeah. That they are actually living beings. Now, one thing I said to my wife, actually, as we were leaving the film, uh, talking about this. That scene, obviously, is supposed to be somewhat mirroring the Triceratops scene from the first one. Mm-hmm. And yes, exactly. There were certain hits they made every, yeah. Yeah, throughout the film. And so you're, you know, you're seeing this thing, they're coming up to it, they're soothing it, as, and then it passes away, and you get this... Oh, moment. Mm-hmm. Three seconds later, they look over the hill, and there's four more. Which was completely <laughs> ruined by the trailer for me. Yeah. But but it's like, you have this tender, shall we say, moment, mm-hmm. and then it's like, by the way, here's the rest. It's like, <laughs> I, I personally think the way that that scene should have worked is they see the field mm-hmm. of the dinosaur, and then they're like, this one over here is still breathing. Quick, can we mm-hmm. save it or something like that? And yeah. then carry on. Like it, it just kind of undercut what well, they tried to do. I think. I know I've mentioned this multiple times, and I call it the the beautiful <laughs> moment, the King Kong beautiful moment. <laughs> are, you, are you familiar with what I'm where I I'm think going? I know like where, you're with this one. where the audience gets it, we understand, <laughs> but it still needs to be said to make sure the dumbest guy in the audience in the theater gets it. You know, like I get. Look, I can see they're not eaten. Okay, I understand he's just a badass killer. <laughs> and I don't need to line, he's killing for sport. Like, you know, I don't need King Kong going, or, or Naomi Watts going, yes, it is beautiful. Yes, the sunset is beautiful. <laughs> and King Kong signing beautiful or whatever. Yeah, so, that I mean, like, ah. and I mean, I, I knew it was coming because of the trailer, and I was like, yeah. I mean, at the very least, just cut out that single line. Leave, he's not eating them. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Yeah. It is that second part. Yeah, <laughs> like obviously we know that. Yeah. yeah, if he's not eating them, there's only one mm-hmm. thing he could possibly. He's, he's be not doing. a spider. He's not saving those meals for later. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> which, which would likes... work as well, actually, <laughs> if you think about it. That could be why he has. <laughs> well, I'm sure he's like fresh. You know, he doesn't want to go stale. The, the meat, but true. I but... don't know. <laughs> but or, perhaps reading too much. In. Yes, <laughs> perhaps. Reading too um, much into this dinosaur film. Uh, <laughs> any other beefs? Uh, 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 my biggest disappointment mm-hmm. was that they didn't get anyone from the original film back. 
Other than Henry Wu. Other than yeah, the Doctor, yeah. who is an incidental character, mm-hmm. basically. I was so waiting for... even Not even as the character, but just even a Goldblum cameo. Yeah, like, or, or even... Um, even maybe because like you have the the statue to Hammond mm-hmm. uh, as as the memorial, I guess. Well, he couldn't come back for yes. certain dead reasons. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. he's short, busy being dead. Yeah, short <laughs> of digging him up and propping him up in the yeah. scene. Uh-huh. But you know, maybe having a San Neil poster or something mm-hmm. as like as he's because he's gone on and given talks and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So. You know, why wouldn't they have a video of him playing in the background for kids to watch? Like, yes. yeah, j- mm-hmm. just a little thing like that. I mean, mm-hmm. maybe he just didn't want to do it, and I fully understand <laughs> not not wanting to come mm-hmm. back to the franchise. So that's fair enough. But or Dodson, Dodson could have been in there. He still lived, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he was got that side. <laughs> we got Dodson here. Dodson's <laughs> drinking a margarita. We got Dodson here. <laughs> I I know they want sequels, so maybe. Maybe generic bad guy was working for him again. Like, yeah. maybe he's gonna turn out. And can to we be... talk about how one-dimensional that guy was? Like, <laughs> oh my sure. gosh! Look at me, Mister Paramilitary esque uh, <laughs> guy. That's gonna tell you how it is, and I'm, you're with me or you're not. And yeah. um, Chris Pratt totally could Twice. not have been with him. And what would he have done without the ra- the raptor whis- uh, whisperer? <laughs> he's not getting those things to do what he wants yeah. without uh, him so Chris Pratt could have said go fuck yourself yeah, well that's that's, <laughs> a, that's a thing that I never fully understood like this guy seemed to think that they were robots mm-hmm. like just programmable mm-hmm. it's, like, it's like he's never seen like for him they may as well have been lions like let's just set some lions on the enemy like You'd have the same effect, basically. I mean, slightly less deadly, I suppose. Mm. But just let's set the lions on and then hope they don't eat us when we turn up. Mm. There was no no real-world application for what he was trying to do. Like, short of giving them robot brains. Like, completely changing them, which would completely change what he was trying to do anyway. So... Yeah, yeah, the plan would not work. That, that's just <laughs> I don't it. Think so. It was not and, working. And the level of intelligence they gave the Raptors, I thought, was just absurd. Um, mm. I mean, to the point where, like, I mean, I'm talking more third act, where like Chris Pratt is pretty much talking with the Raptor. <laughs> you know, like, you know, mm. he's like looking back at the what's the giant what what dumb name do they give him that four year old Indominus Rex, Indominus Rex. Yeah. looking back and like hmm do I listen to you Indominus Rex or do I listen to this guy <laughs> oh okay you know like there seemed to be a like a conversation going and I'm like really uh, it's a it's a dinosaur it would have Chris Pratt's head in its mouth right now <laughs> Like, I don't care how well-trained this uh, dinosaur is. Well, I mean, it's uh, pack mentality, so... Uh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm sort of willing to give it a bit of a pass. It's a bit of a stretch, but... Yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Alright, now. So. <laughs> now that we've ripped into it... <laughs> things... Oh, I still have one more. Okay. Then we'll get to things we like. Okay, go. Go on um, I don't. Maybe you don't feel the same way. I found the effects a little lacking. Um... Whereas the first, maybe this is a bit of, I will admit, maybe this is a bit of looking through rose-colored glasses. Uh-huh. Um, but that first film, 
um, was such. I mean, when that music, when that perfect John Williams yes yeah. score <laughs> kicks in, and you see just the giant dinosaurs, and then the whole like pond, and you know, yeah. and this time we got a building <laughs> when that moment kicked in. Yeah, <laughs> hey, it's a pyramid. <laughs> Look at the pyramid. And trees, lots of yeah, trees, lots of trees. Um, but I remember the dinosaurs just looking amazing. And I've seen the film. I mean, I watched it when it came out, what, one or two years ago in 3D? And uh, the 3D yeah. was pointless, but the film still looked great. Oh, yeah. And the dinosaurs looked great. I thought they were ultra real or, like, surreal in this film. Right. Whereas, like, anytime they were moving quickly, I thought they looked horrible. Um, yeah, well, the, that, that is the problem you run into. It's, it's easy enough to have slow moving or not moving mm-hmm. CG look good it's mm-hmm. when it has to have a lot of motion especially oh, if the camera's yeah. moving as well I was very aware that dinosaur was not in that environment like, yeah. now I will yeah. argue that there were a couple of scenes where I was unsure as to whether or not it was a puppet mm-hmm. or CG and maybe they did half puppet half CG but I think that the biggest problems when it comes to this is the flying dinosaurs never felt real to me. Oh, but, no. They, but, yeah, they... But the yeah, Indominus they Rex... They horrible, I thought. And... Shall we spoil it? Like, I mean, the yeah, T-Rex? Yeah, yeah. The original T-Rex. Yeah. Like, those were fine by me, and the mm-hmm. Velociraptors were 50-50. Like, yeah, sometimes, the raptors sometimes looked amazing. I will give it like, like credit... Um, Sometimes they did look really good, and other times I thought they just looked awful. Yeah. Um, it depended on what they were doing. Like, when yeah. they were in the grass, like, uh, a little later on, one that, uh, shall we say, doesn't make it, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> pops up, and Chris Pratt sees, like, that one, that looked really good. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and then when they're just kind of standing, looking at the Indominus Rex, and they turn around, and, mm-hmm. like, that, that was all great. And then, as you say, yeah, the motorcycle scene. <laughs> No, mm. not really. It's no. like, okay, we know that yeah. that's clearly CG. And obviously we know that it has to be CG that are no real dinosaurs. Yes. But there's, like, people know there's a difference between it looking like CG and being somewhat realistic. And, yeah, they, they kept jumping. I, I think they should have used the motto, less is more, and just show, like, the the first film had a lot of them moving through bushes and yeah. moving through a lot of dense foliage. Yeah. Oh, and and more, we, more of the Jaws mentality, just let your mind paint the picture. Yeah. And which one was it mm. where there's like, something like a cornfield and you just see the trail from above of mm-hmm. them moving like that? Stuff like that where it's like, okay, they're clearly there. Yeah. Um, it seems like, it. yeah, they were, they were, I think the effects artist could have spent a lot less hours <laughs> on the job. <laughs> um, yeah, but then you run into the issue of modern day films where people want to see the stuff, they don't want the Jaws esque. Yeah. Of, like, we know it's there, but people want to see it. Mm-hmm. They want, which, you know, that's uh, more a critique of I, uh, modern film. I do think this uh, did do. Uh, okay, so this might be a nice transition into good things. Okay. <laughs> I do think it did a good job of waiting a good amount of time to, for the first dinosaur. Yes. Um, <laughs> like in the first film. Um, I don't know. I'd be interested to know what run, how the running times compare. Because um, well, it felt like it's end of the... F- it is pretty much exactly... Yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't know about um, 
uh, within the film, but obviously mm-hmm. it's but pretty structurally, much, yeah. The film the films are pretty much identical running times. Mm-hmm. And I do think that what was it about twenty high twenties to thirty minutes in it's, before the first? Yeah, I, I think before you see the first. There was a couple reels actually. Say like. live dinosaur, uh-huh. uh, definitely half an hour. Yeah, because like, they they do a lot of setting up and talking about mm-hmm. the dinosaurs and mm-hmm. uh, getting the people to the park, mm-hmm. and then and yeah. Oh, and I'd like to know in Jurassic World, I'm not counting the claw that uh, the raptor arm oh, no. that kills the handler. You yeah. know, because you don't really see him in his full glory. No, you know, because obviously that's the first indication yeah. something could be wrong. It's a box. But, yeah, <laughs> yeah, the box. Yeah, he's just in a box. Yeah, so I'm not counting that. I'm counting that epic moment of you yeah, know, Sam Neill standing up in the jeep seeing, see, seeing <laughs> yeah. the first dinosaur yes yeah so for anyone that was going to correct that <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, what else they didn't yeah. have something similar to that in this one like, they, didn't, mm-hmm. they didn't have not necessarily a box but uh, something where you you see an eye maybe and then something mm-hmm. like that but whatever but, so um, what else did you enjoy well, let's see. I mean, film. well, first and foremost, this film is a trip down nostalgia lane. It uh, is. This, the, the that, very that is the reason this film exists. Yes. Um, it's because everyone liked Jurassic Park, and people wanted to see more, and then mm-hmm. when they saw more, they're like, no, we didn't want to see that, we mm-hmm. wanted to see something more like Jurassic Park. So that is a lot of what this is, and... Yeah, it, it. and so many little homages. Uh, I think my my mother actually. I was talking to her a little earlier today, and she said she was starting to get a little sick of the homages that they mm-hmm. just kept poking to it. But like that—that's what the film is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, like, you know, it, it owes so much to that that I was absolutely fine with yes. it. Yeah, and, um... and even little things that if you're not paying too much attention to the screen, you'll completely mm-hmm. miss. Like, the DNA helix, he's on the screen mm-hmm. for a second, and if mm-hmm. you're not looking at that section of the screen, you will miss him. So, yeah. it, like, lots of little things. I like that, and I like the, uh, like the atrium or whatever, the, um, where... The the original yes. ending for, uh, the, for the first film, <laughs> and the, the, the banner that falls down at the end Ooh. is... Yeah. <laughs> yes, I, I have something I want to say about that. Um, this is another suspension of disbelief thing that I couldn't do. Mm-hmm. I'm willing to accept dinosaurs. I'm willing oh, to accept someone thing, someone yeah. running in high heel shoes mm-hmm. because of necessity. Mm-hmm. Like, fine. Picking up a 20-year-old banner that has been sitting on a damp forest floor and lighting it with a single box of matches would not happen. Like, I'm sorry. Like, this is, this is the dampest yeah. area in mm-hmm. the world. And you're mm-hmm. able to light this banner with... I don't know. That, I think that's the thing that all movies get away with, though. <laughs> that's one of those just... I think you got to give it a pass yeah. on that. Cause yeah, I, I kind of would. Although I think every yeah every movie has something like that where that would never work. And then, if, thinking about it, they didn't need to do that. Mm-hmm. Wasn't there more than enough light in every other yeah. area they went into? <laughs> well, see, what I thought, where I thought you were going with that, that whole kind of scene where the two kids are going to, you know, line of exposition. Remember that time we fixed Granddad's car? Yep. <laughs> uh, are we going to fix up the Jeep? Yeah, it's not Why just... would all of those resources just be abandoned? 
They would either be <laughs> repurposed, sold, destroyed. You're not just going to close off this area that has supplies and night, like really expensive night vision goggles <laughs> and jeeps. <laughs> and, you know, yes. that's just abandoned. You're not even, oh, it's a bad memory. Let's not go there. No, yes. I'm not buying it. <laughs> You're going to sell that shit on eBay. You're going to yeah. well, give it away. You're going to get rid of it or make a use of it. Very true. However, I will say that if that was the case, we wouldn't have had ten minutes of pure nostalgia. <laughs> yes, true. Like, yeah. So, I mean, we would have still had the atrium, so mm-hmm. I say, but we we wouldn't have had the goggles. They'd be like, "Oh, look, it's a young boy playing." With I really the wanted him like, to put them on. Did you want him to put them yeah. on? <laughs> and he didn't put them on. Rather, rather than go, like, oh, they moved. I better put them back. <laughs> yeah, like, come on, put them on. Like, that would have been perfect. Uh, I would have loved that, but yeah. yeah. I can't have everything, I suppose. Uh-huh. <laughs> but yeah. But one thing that I thought was a little odd is that they were able to get the Jeep going. Like, does petrol stay good for 22 years? <laughs> like, did, no, were, were the Jeeps... I don't know enough, but I do know <laughs> Jeeps are really good vehicles. Like, they <laughs> right. last forever. So. I, I'm sure they do. Yeah. I, I was just looking at it thinking, like... Thank it, you, Jeep. You yeah. Feel free to sponsor us. <laughs> oh, yeah. But... Speaking of sponsor, um, uh-huh. I need to know the answer to this. I don't know if anyone is ever going to be able to tell me. Did they write the line making fun of sponsorship before Mercedes sponsored Jurassic World? Or did Mercedes sponsor Jurassic World and then they made fun of sponsorship? I don't know. <laughs> but I was I was good and just that was my next train of thought was the product placement I thought was very <laughs> obvious in this movie. Yeah. And it, the Chris Pratt drinking a Coke. Yeah. Seductively, <laughs> uh, you know, Mr. Cook commercial, sweaty brow, uh, <laughs> hunk, you know, and then Mercedes, boom on the emblem. Yeah, um, I mean, I, yeah, it was a thing of they were talking about like it's Verizon Wireless sponsors Jurassic uh-huh. World, and then the guy saying, "Well, why don't you just let them name uh-huh. the thing?" And then two shots later, that. it's and drive a Mercedes car up to uh-huh. this thing, drinking a Coke. It's like. It was- is this somewhat self-aware? It was now? like the Wayne's World scene. Um, <laughs> here, take two of these. Little, yellow, different. <laughs> I would not bow to any sponsor. Drink, <laughs> and it's the choice—the choice of a new generation. <laughs> I mean, it was a bit heavy-handed, not quite to that extent, but no, yeah, yeah it was—it um, was something that they talked about it. I was like, oh, ha ha, they're making a joke out of sponsorship, and then it turned into. Wait, this film seems to have a lot of sponsorship. So I couldn't tell if it was a slightly meta going for it or if it was yeah. just them not realizing that they would end up. I, I think it was them way. not giving a shit and <laughs> people are going to see this film either way. Yeah. Whatever. Well, yeah. <laughs> either way, it's a fun film. It's just this one yeah. thing as I was watching, I was like, I genuinely don't know which mm-hmm. way, if it was totally mm-hmm. intentional. Or if it just ended up that way. like, I, And I, I want to know, but I don't think I ever will, which is a shame. Yeah, I uh, <laughs> I did enjoy, I will say, uh, Jake Johnson's comedy relief. I thought he was... Um, yeah, he needs to be in... I mean, he's done independent stuff where it was like, it's like Safety Not Guaranteed, where he had like a starring role. Yeah. But I really, really like him as an actor. I think he's really interesting. And yeah, he was fun. He's... Um, so I definitely enjoyed his kind of comic relief in there. Um, <laughs> how did you feel about the body count? Signi- probably the highest body count. I would say 
combine the other three films, I'd still say this has a higher body count. Yes and no, I'll mm. say, because if we're just going to go... On scene, let's go on... Okay, if we're going on screen... On screen, body then count. Then yeah. I don't think it's... Like, actual on-screen death, mm-hmm. maybe not combined, mm-hmm. but the highest out of all four films I so would far. say by far, yeah. Now, if you're going with implied death, mm-hmm. then definitely. Mm-hmm. I and mean, there's so it's another thing that there's so much that you just don't see. Well, especially sure. with like the pterodons like attacking, like yeah, it's like they attack, but you never see any aftermath. Like yeah, the, you, the you see the people are, that survive that are bandaged yeah. up, but and, not the people that got their you know faces eaten off. <laughs> now, and it, if so. you think about it as well, like when they're in the streets at the end, like those those areas are empty. There is nothing mm-hmm. there. So the survivors took the dead with them or the mm-hmm. or the flying dinosaurs mm-hmm. took the dead. Like it's, <laughs> like it picked clean literally. There's nothing on those streets. But whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Again, this, this is the nitpicking mm-hmm. a film with dinosaurs in. So, yes. Like, <laughs> and, um, now, else, yeah, go ahead. How did, what did you feel about the cheese factor. I mean, this this felt very early nineties. I think a lot um, of the stuff, obviously, because they were referencing Jurassic Park, yeah, as well. But like, th- there seemed to be a lot of the like late eighties, early nineties cheesy lines. Can you give me an of, example, kind of, of what you're referring to? Well, I mean, you've got the uh, like in the trailer, for instance, mm-hmm. uh, the Chris Pratt saying, "Like, depend on what, on what sort of crazy dino they cooked up in that lab." Like, mm-hmm. a, a lot of those little one-liners is like. Okay, there's like that's the cheese factor for the film. I okay, I mean, I didn't. That was low on my radar of things that bothered me. Um, it, it, I was it, willing to accept it as a part of this type of film. No, it didn't but, bother me at all. In fact, I I thought it kind of made this film like mainly because this film was made to target your nostalgia. It's like that helped the film. Mm-hmm. That kind of made the film slightly better. I think is that they they went with it. Like it, I I do think this film is somewhat meta in some of the things they went with because it's like mm. we know what this is here you go like just have it yeah now I don't know if you caught it but you know the the whole theme of cool guys don't look at explosions yes did you like the cool dinosaur didn't look at explosion <laughs> I did <laughs> he was a cool dinosaur he of was. course he's not going to look at that explosion <laughs> it's just an explosion happening it's no big deal yeah it was I'm gonna this watch happens it. all the time I'm going to watch it fall I'm going to watch it fall I'm not going to watch it explode no <laughs> no need man I'm too cool <laughs> I, yeah, I liked it yeah. <laughs> you know yeah I did uh, I, I think going back I think uh, the nostalgia aspect was handled very well um, yeah, it definitely tied me in, and like I said, kept me watching. Um, I did like all the little uh, kind of references, and I'm, I'm sure there are plenty of Easter eggs I missed too, like the Helix. Um, I'm sure there's more. Yeah, but, uh, yeah there's loads of just little things there, and, mm-hmm. and then of course the the big reveal that everybody knew was coming, <laughs> mm-hmm. even though it's technically not in the trailer. Mm-hmm. Everyone knew this is going to happen. The original T Rex, like yeah. this, mm-hmm. he was sorry, she was going to be in it. Like there's, there's yeah. no way that wasn't going to exactly. Happen. Yeah, you're not going to have that film and not have a show. But yeah, they, uh, yeah, I don't know that last kind of battle sequence. I don't know. 
What do you think? <laughs> did, did you like the uh, the hopping velociraptor? <laughs> yeah. So, I'm, um, I'm on here. Now I'm over here. Uh, now I'm over here. So, okay. Well, and the wish-washy vlog, like, oh, I'm on this side. Well, now I'm on your side. Okay, now I'm on... Well, okay, yeah, I guess I'm on your side. <laughs> yeah, and it... I mean... Oh, and were I, you surprised was, that he was part raptor? Oh my gosh, no, what a review. Okay. <laughs> I mean, for the, for the purposes of this film, it may as well just been part of everything. Mm. Like, it's he was a melting pot of every, yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Invisibility and cloaking and flying and, yeah, yeah. he can detect your full and infrared. A, uh, another thing, I mean, maybe it was uh, a line from someone that, that didn't, that was poking fun at, I don't know. But, they say that this dinosaur is going to be 50 foot high when it is fully developed. Mm-hmm. And then they say it's fully developed. And then someone says that the wall to the paddocks are 40 foot high. Mm-hmm. So you have this dinosaur that's 10 foot higher than the wall. Like, but he has those little arms. <laughs> <laughs> he can't climb up. They're not that little. <laughs> they, they grab for, people. Like, you know, well, per, you know, proportionally for him. Yeah, yeah so that's yeah. fair. But mm-hmm. like, it was it was this thing of, I didn't fully, un- like, the only thing I could think of was, maybe when they say, like, she's already ready, is that, like, she's already grown quite a lot, mm-hmm. and there's still more growing to go. So they, they weren't finished with mm-hmm. building the wall. I mean, obviously they, they were told, no, we had to build the wall higher. But it's still only forty foot. Like it's still ten feet shorter than the height of the dinosaur. I mean, I don't know. It was mm-hmm. <laughs> one of those little things. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say I did receive a few reviews from or short reviews from other people. Okay. If you wanted me to mention those, or did you have anything else you wanted to cover? Um, I just wanted to say I don't know if you had a favorite dinosaur from the film, but I did. Okay. And mine was I forget. I believe its name was Deus Ex Machina Saurus. <laughs> you know, just always popped up out of the water at the right time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I had to get that in there. It was a bit forced, but... <laughs> no, yeah, I, had to <laughs> I had to get that out. Um, yes, very convenient dinosaur that was. <laughs> yeah. And, and if you think about it as well, like, so... All that was separating the rest of the park goers at the end from mm-hmm. that thing is that little fence that it very clearly got through. Because yeah. cause where the dinosaurs were standing at the end is mm-hmm. where the public was. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, just out, splat, oop, just killed 200. Well done you, I suppose. Good yeah. park management. Uh-huh. Yeah. Hashtag shut down SeaWorld. Okay. Um, what yeah. did you have for uh, comments? All right. Well, or I, questions. I had a, a few people just send me some short things. Uh, I got at Film Realcast. They said, not original, but entertaining for a sequel. See much of it before for, probably for younger first time viewers to enjoy. Uh, and JW, the son of the guys, I mm. said it was great viewing and fun. So okay. that was, uh, I think, basically what they're trying to say was, eh, it was alright. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Um, <laughs> and in session film at in session film, um, JW from uh, yeah, in session film says, um, very short here, saved by nostalgia and Jake Johnson. I would agree <laughs> with most of yeah with with all of that actually. <laughs> 
Alright, and at Storybreakers, they gave their seven-word review, which is puberty, tingling, nostalgia-inducing roller coaster ride. I somewhat agree with that. Yeah, no, this was I, I. Are you kidding me? If I had seen if if I'm twelve and I'm watching this film, this is going to be. Uh, it's a completely different experience, I think. Yeah. Um, you don't have you know you presumably average or you haven't experienced a ton or watched a ton mm-hmm. of films. Depending on when you get started. Like, yeah. I got started in film very late. Um, so I think this could be an iconic film for that generation. Um, I could totally see that. I I mean, I'm perfectly willing to accept this film as a gateway for younger people to now go and see Jurassic Park. Yeah. Like, is it? Mm-hmm. And they may not like it because it's not as up-to-date. Or exactly. Whatever. But, yeah. like, it... There's so much in this film. It's almost like, you know, when you see, say, The Simpsons, they parody so many films so many times that by the time you're old enough to then go and see those films, you're like, oh, I recognize that, mm-hmm. I recognize that, oh, this is where that comes Maybe they'll mm-hmm. do the same with this. It's like, yeah. you know, oh, okay, so that's what that was a nod to. That was that was a nod to. And I have one more here from... I have slightly reworded it because they were technically talking about The Lost World, mm-hmm. but they were talking about Jurassic World as well so it's uh, at underrated MVS and talking about Lost World certainly not great but he much prefers the Lost World to this one. Oh, yeah uh, I would pers- disagree with that he said personally <laughs> he hated Jurassic World and Lost World has Goldblum he likes Chris Platt <laughs> he likes yeah, Chris so. Platt and all but he's no Goldblum oh, okay <laughs> fine alright I mean Goldblum's awesome but he could not save Lost World don't give me that alright thank you for your feedback but don't give me that <laughs> oh, yeah, so, yeah. sorry if you feel like I butchered your words slightly but I was trying to reword it to work for this so there we go I love me some Goldblum but come on Lost World ugh you want to talk about some silliness. That's <laughs> some silliness. Uh, All right. <laughs> shall we get to ratings? I think we should. And okay. um, so I will go first this okay, time. Okay, sure. I get the feeling I enjoyed it a bit more than you. Okay. Um, well, uh, but, we'll see. Uh, but I will say I feel like I've been able to go at this review taking my nostalgia out of it. Th- mm. This is my review purely for how I feel the film holds up. Mm-hmm. I will say my actual thoughts are better than what I'm about to say, but <laughs> mm-hmm. but here we go. So, given that, obviously, we started out this podcast just kind of ripping into the film a bit, mm-hmm. there are so many little things that you can niggle at and that don't make sense story-wise that this is definitely coming down. Um, I mean, some of the dinosaurs, we say, are excellent and some of them just aren't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, you can say you can kind of say the same thing about the original Jurassic Park, but overall, I think Jurassic Park did better with the CG and the dinosaurs than Jurassic World did. And I am going to say that, despite enjoying it immensely from a nostalgia point of view, the actual rating, the critical rating, I would give this film is a minus four. Yeah, and and that's just that's because I mean, there's so much about this film just to enjoy, and clearly they knew what they were making, so you got to give some of it a pass. But there's so much that not even just nostalgia review just doesn't make sense that I couldn't mm-hmm. give it any higher than that. Now, my actual review of this film 
It's about a minus 1.5, because it was fun. But, yeah, my critical view, minus 4. Okay, so uh, as Paul was doing that, I gave him a (laughs) number of fingers on my hand, which I was predicting what he would say, and I nailed it. (laughs) On the head, good sir. (laughs) Um, Which is exactly where I'm at, is a minus 4. Like you said, I, I will, and maybe... Maybe it's not the same because I am factoring in my nostalgia right. with this, um, and I did enjoy all those moments. Um, I I loved I love me some violence and I love the body count. Yeah. <laughs> I love me some uh, innocent people getting eaten by dinosaurs. So, so <laughs> and, uh, kind of what they were looking for with the Indominus Rex: bigger, better, better. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm all for it. Like I know the film's not going to be. I know any film of this type isn't going to be perfection uh there's things you have to do to advance the plot certain there's you know, got to be suspension disbelief yeah, just exactly just be. yeah and even more than you're willing to give and you yeah. just kind of have to just go with it now, that being said it was tis a bit silly <laughs> tis a bit silly place yeah. jurassic world <laughs> yeah that, that, yeah uh, my wife put up the thing like, on second thought let's not go to jurassic world tis a silly place tis a silly place <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I am actually shocked <laughs> at the number of Monty Python references I put into this episode. <laughs> yes, well, I'm surprised you don't put more into other episodes. <laughs> Maybe I should look at it that way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, loved the nostalgia, loved the killing. Uh, I love me some Chris Pratt and Jake Johnson. Um, Bryce Dallas Howard was wasted completely. I think she's a very talented actress. Um, yeah. From a very talented director, of course, <laughs> and I think she could have just insert redhead here, or insert, um, you know, uh, she didn't really get a chance to show her chops. Uh, uh, what, but, are, are you kidding? I mean, uh, oh, sorry, chop. No, my mistake. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, one thing that uh, we didn't actually touch on. That That's I a chop, not chest. Yes. <laughs> yeah, well, that was one, one thing that I wanted to very quickly shove in here before we finish is that 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 scene where she's like, oh, I'm gonna. Pull up my sleeves and tie, and then just go. What? What does that, that mean? <laughs> like, <laughs> that was pretty m- funny. Means I'm right. ready. It's like yes. thank you Probably for the actually... best laugh for me in the film. Yes. Yeah, thank you for poking fun of this stereotype. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, probably the best laugh for me in the movie. Um, but yeah, uh, minus four. Um, I, you know, I'll probably see it again on TV. Or I, uh, I was going to ask, how do you think this film is going to hold up to subsequent viewings? I think it won't get better, and I don't think it'll get worse. I think it'll just kind of be what it is. That, that's what I was thinking. Like, I don't think that this film is going to appear worse for me. I also don't think it's going to get better. The only mm-hmm. thing that's going to happen is I might notice more mm-hmm. that they put in. And I'm fine with that. Yeah. <laughs> and see where, once again, possibly looking through his colored glasses, I think Jurassic Park holds up extremely well for being over 20 years old. It does. And I think it's, as you were saying, like kind of the Jaws thing, of like they didn't overuse the effects that they knew wouldn't mm-hmm. hold up. Like, well, they, yeah, they knew what the technology was at the time, and they kind of maxed it out in certain places and yeah. let you just kind of put the rest together in other places. Yeah, I mean, I I think that the, the Gallimimus from Jurassic Park kind of feel exactly the same as the herd of basically Gallimimus in this one. Yeah. Because you see them going past the truck and it's like, you know what? That, that feels the same to me. Like they, mm-hmm. And I'm sure that they did that 
purposely said it would, mm-hmm. but like I think that the graphics are fairly similar mm-hmm. at that point. So. so, bottom line, would you recommend the film? To who? To <laughs> because because <laughs> that, that's the thing. I would definitely recommend this film to anyone that has seen Jurassic Park. Okay. And I would, or anyone that's un, under the age of 15. <laughs> yes. But I, I would say if someone now has a kid and they're like, oh, let's take them to see a dinosaur, make them watch Jurassic Park first. And let's just, come on, be responsible parents. This is a very violent film. Yeah. If your kid's too young to see this, don't take them to it. Because yeah. I, I heard some crying in the theater, if, and that really pissed me off. Because I'm an insensitive asshole, yeah. but that pissed me off. If your kid is Ty Simpkins, <laughs> don't let them see this film. They will yeah. cry at the drop of a hat. Uh-huh. If your kid is not Ty Simpkins, then... Yeah. This is, I believe, what parental guidance exists for. Like, yeah. you, you need to... I mean, you can go and see the film and then judge not whether or not a kid should see this, judge whether or not the kid you that you know, kid. your yes. kid, should see this. <laughs> or them. your charge, yeah. yes, the one you're babysitting. Yeah. I know, I knew some eight-year-olds that would be perfectly fine seeing this film, I knew some 12-year-olds that shouldn't go and see this film. Exactly, so, it just depends what kind of emotional maturity you're at. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, bottom line is, I think I would recommend the film, just, you know, go and it's a good time, and then don't expect more than that. Yeah, th- <laughs> this is... The definition of a blockbuster. Exactly. This exists to get people to go see it, to have fun, to eat Mm -hmm. their popcorn, to drink their gigantic drinks. uh, Yeah, to use a rainy Saturday for good, which is what I did. Yeah, yeah, that's, you know, I got no, you know... No issues with the other than the nine thousand I listed. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it's 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 a good time. Yeah. Yes. Definitely see this. But see Jurassic Park first. Then yes, I don't you think you should ever see this film without having seen Jurassic yeah, Park. Yeah, because it's just not going to connect as well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. I think that's enough out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> for now, anyway. Yes, for now. All right. I've been Brian. And I've been Paul. Bye, folks.